0: Hello there, humanity, and welcome back to the Battlestar Galactica edition of our podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, from the Colony of Vergon.
1: And I'm Lauren from the Colony of Tauron.
2: I'm Dana from the Colony of Scorpia. And I'm Betty from the Colony of Libran. I always expect Betty to say, and I'm Betty from Hungary. I <laughs> <Are> you- <laughs>
1: Betty from the colony of Hungaran.
0: <laughs> okay. Episode 10, which I forgot to write down the title uh,
1: for The Hand of God.
0: Okay, oh, thank you.
1: You're
0: welcome. Um, <laughs> I wrote down snakes. Okay, yeah. that's really the
1: only thing I want to talk about in this episode.
2: <laughs> Wait, I want to I I say first that Marie looks really good in the press conference.
1: She does. But yes.
2: But what is that hair? It's like Farrah Fawcett hairdo. All right.
1: Well, (laughs) i take that back. There are two things I want to discuss. (laughs) Number (laughs) one, I know it was a product of the time, but the flippy hair is just out of control. It is. It is. It is. Towards the end of this season, it's just, it really is so 70s Farrah Fawcett that I'm, yeah. It's a little bit distracting.
2: How did she do it when, I... uh, she, you know, she lost everything she owns? and
1: But not her round brush, clearly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my God. It's really distracting because I realized that I'm watching her hair. And I don't know what the is because
0: I'm her hair. I know. Well, <laughs> what I want to know... And, Lauren, you would probably know the answer to this because I have not watched any, um, like, commentary or anything. Were those snakes when they filmed it real? Like, did she actually have snakes on her?
1: Yeah, they did not mention that in the commentary. <laughs> and that's something I wanted to know, too. My guess is probably not. But I, she may be far less of a chicken shit than I am, so who knows? I think, I
2: think they were real. And I think it's terrifying to do this scene oh you yeah, well the snakes
1: were absolutely real I don't know if those were her hands or a stunt double oh okay yeah, right. but all I can say is that if I were Laura Roslin and I were giving a press conference and I looked down and there were 12 snakes crawling over my hands I wouldn't have just you know kind of lost my train of thought I would have screamed like a little bitch and run <laughs> away <laughs> like how she didn't completely lose her shit is because she was me. aware
2: if she was aware that it's a hallucination
1: true even so I don't care if it's a hallucination. I yeah, it would have scared the bejesus out of me.
2: I would probably just continue <laughs> with the press conference until I finish it. <laughs> I mean, if I know it's not real, though.
0: Uh, I'm asking that in May. I want to know if the snakes real. Yes. What uh, else? Let's see. I liked when Kara said, "Out of the box is where I live." Yeah. And then. Adama made a comment a little while after that when they were discussing the plan to attack the Cylons on the planet to get the fuel, whatever. He said, with all due respect, gentlemen, we're not as crazy as she is. You know, I kind of want to live up to that standard.
2: You want to be crazy?
0: Yeah.
1: That's only because you haven't finished the show yet.
2: (laughs) true <laughs> no but she means this state that she's in right now
0: yeah like the well, to, to have men say like we're we're not as crazy as she is and she can pull it off
1: I don't know I've always sympathized I mean I really like this episode but I've always sympathized more with Lee than with Kara the fact that nobody believes he doesn't think that anybody believes that he can pull this off mm. that's true you really you. It's a very touching scene between him and Bill when he says, "You know, nobody thinks I can do it." And he, Bill's like, "I do." And he said, "How do you know?" And Bill says, "Because you're my son." And I the think whole he was the exchange. One.
2: He was the one who didn't think he can do it.
1: Uh, I, I don't know. I think that I don't think that Bill thinks that Lee would really come up with a plan that was batshit crazy like Kara would, but he knows that Lee is capable of actually doing the work yeah Mm -hmm. and i I, it was kind of i kind of feel like it was one of the first really emotional scenes that we've had between the two of them where they actually are talking to each other and interacting as a father and son not just as a commander and a captain so i that was one thing i always really liked about this episode is that it really did start to cement their relationship
2: well, there was in a previous app when he asked him if he would have looked for him, like he looked for Kara.
1: Yeah. Something like that.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah but I like those moments, too. Mm-hmm. I, I like this- it whenever whenever a show presents like men with emotions.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And that's one thing the show does very
1: well.
2: Yeah.
0: I was very interested about Pythia. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know why wouldn't you be? That's she... who Laura Rosalind is.
2: The scrolls of Pythia.
0: Well, Pythia, okay, so I looked it up because that's what I do. I look <laughs> things up, and Pythia was in Greek mythology the oracle of Delphi, and she was the most powerful and important woman of the time. And I didn't go too far into it, but there was a lot of um, literature from that time, from other men, notable men, who mentioned her and her greatness and her power. And um, I don't know what exactly some of the things that she did, but the idea that a woman was actually regarded as powerful and almighty back in the, those days its kind of fascinating.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, there are plenty of strong women in Greek mythology. So that doesn't really surprise me. And the way that the show is written, it's not a, um, it's not a male dominated hierarchy
0: hmm.
1: necessarily
0: I think I'm more fascinated with the fact that how did we lose that over time
1: Trump <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> as much as I would like to blame him unfortunately it happened long before him So
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know that's very true yeah it's a <laughs> that's a really weighted topic do we really want to get into that <laughs>
2: No, we have like no. 40 minutes.
0: let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk first... about it offline. Yeah. <laughs> the accurate... Interesting.
1: That... We'll get back to that.
2: The accurate story of that is in the first uh, testament, of course, the woman ate from the apple. And that's why we became second to men. Don't you know that? Oh, no,
1: that's right. <laughs> oh, plus we were also fashioned from his rib.
0: Yeah. Okay. But like yeah. the fact that we're amazing just from a rib really goes a long way, though. Like all we needed was a rib. Imagine if they used the whole body. Damn.
1: Then we'd be hermaphrodites.
0: We
2: <laughs> <laughs> only. It doesn't make sense because because males are anomaly. It's well, anomaly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's well known that every fetus yeah. starts with a vagina
1: and then uh, yeah, the
2: penis is formed it's- with from some mutation.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a hormone blast that every fetus starts out as female, and it's only the triggering of a certain hormone at a certain point in development that makes it male.
2: They are mutations. Mm-hmm. That explains everything, right? It
0: does actually. <laughs> my world explains just became my dating clearer. life. <laughs> what, <laughs> Lauren?
1: <laughs> it it explains my dating life. <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay well there's one thing about the actual operation that's that i started thinking about today when um the first strike force i guess is being chased by the cylons and then kara says the back door is open and they pop open the you know hatch and the other raiders um pop out and laura's like you why didn't you tell me there was another strike force yeah. And Carol looks at her and she's like, uh, uh, and Bill says, I routinely restrict information. And, you know, I, there was always kind of one of those things that I thought, well, that's kind of weird. But today when I was watching it, I was like, he still doesn't trust her.
2: Hmm. Ooh.
1: Like, there's not, there's not really a reason for him not to tell her what the plan was, other than the fact that he doesn't trust her.
2: Or it's not her specifically, but it's just him being the military man that he is. And
1: yeah, but he, again, that's he's holding—he's withholding information from his commanding officer. I mean, as the president, she is, even though they've determined that he, she's in charge of the civilian fleet and he's in charge of the military, she's still technically his boss. And I think that that's kind of something that, you know, that sets up what's going to happen with the rest of the season is that they, they, they work well together. They have this sort of uneasy truce. Neither of them trust the other fully.
2: You know why the truce was uneasy?
1: Why? <laughs> Cuz they didn't have sex. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, she could have You know, she could have just banged the details out of him, but exactly. oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: just want to say that um I want to say? <laughs> Oh, I want to say that I really like seeing how they uh, think about the strategies and how they execute them. It's really like exciting to watch it.
1: They yeah, do it, well. was a, it was a really exciting episode to watch.
2: Yeah.
0: I wrote so much suspense. I was like, it was really intriguing to watch that whole yeah. thought process and how things would play out.
1: And I loved watching Lee on the surface of the planet, trying to figure out how to pull this off when Oh, I forgot to mention my favorite line. Yes. No. Chuckles bought it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know that's really, really serious, and it's very sad that she died immediately after saying that, but every time I see Chuckles bought it, I just fall out laughing. I don't it's know why.
2: You're psychotic.
1: <laughs> because, I mean, the guy's name is Chuckles.
2: So what? You have hot dogs laptop. <laughs> <up, and> what? <laughs>
1: I I know. I don't know why it's so funny to me, but it's one of those that, yeah, I love it. But, you know, Lee realizes that this mission is going south really, really fast, and he has to figure out a way to get to the, um, I'm not even sure what it is they're trying to blow up, but he has to figure out a way to get to it. So he flies into the cannon, underground, up through the mine shaft, and parks himself beneath the guns. You know, that was a really smart thing for him to do, and if he weren't qualified, if he weren't, you know, capable of thinking outside the box himself, there's no way they would have pulled it off. So, you know, I, I liked seeing Lee have his little moment in the sun for actually succeeding.
2: I wonder if the writers on the show uh, were helped by someone who understand military strategies or they just. Wanted- well, they
1: have it. Had- no, they did have military advisors.
2: Oh, uh-huh. OK. Yeah, because it, it seems like too smart for regular people to write. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But it also made me think of Star Wars.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: It made me to mention it. Yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, when they were flying through the canyons, I was just picturing Luke being like, "Oh, it's just like zapping womp Rants in my T sixteen or whatever it is." (laughs) It's sad that I know that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, The right after the mission was accomplished and everyone was celebrating and cara hugs laura and she says, i'm sorry madam president sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah she said no need for apologies and then she hugs her i love that
2: mm-hmm. wait before that was a moment um when they were planning the strategy and uh, laura asked bill something about it and he said uh, that it's a, like schoolyard bully and I really like this yeah. analogy because she's a teacher and maybe he thought that this is a way to reach her and she smiled.
1: <laughs> the, I think that's also the first time he said sometimes you got to roll the hard six.
2: Yeah, I never got this line. <laughs> uh,
1: honestly, in, in terms of gambling, it really doesn't make sense. You don't plan to roll the hard six. A hard six is a very hard thing to roll.
2: What is a hard six?
1: A hard six is when you're rolling dice two threes you can roll a six either with a two and a four or two threes yeah. but it's much harder to roll two threes than it is to roll on separate die a two or a four okay <laughs> so yeah it doesn't make sense no it really it really doesn't i mean anytime May- you roll a hard six it's complete luck it's not yeah, a maybe of skill
2: maybe it means uh, time time to i don't know relay on our luck or something
1: <laughs> yeah maybe maybe yeah Take a chance but I did like in that scene, <laughs> the first in I'm free. Still- oh, I love
3: that song.
1: <laughs> but, oh, shit, what was I going to say before you just to me with Abba? Oh, okay, I remember what it is now. When they're talking, she's very matter-of-fact about the whole thing. and She says, "What, what casualties do we anticipate? And I think Saul says, it's going to cost us. And they all just kind of sit and look at each other, and she's like, "All right, well, the freighters are yours, good hunting, gentlemen." And she, she, she doesn't balk at the fact that this might be a really big disaster of an operation because she knows it needs to yeah. be done.
0: You
2: have to do it. <laughs> uh, okay. okay, so back to back to uh, the hug. I really liked it because it's not you know, two lovable characters hugging, but it's also like a really rare glimpse into Laura's emotional side. Yeah.
1: And, and Kara, Kara's yeah. too, if you think about it.
2: Yeah, but Kara is very emotional. She, it comes out as anger, but she's very
1: emotional. Yeah. And
2: Laura, it's really rare to see her even bonding with other people that are not Billy, I guess.
1: That's very true.
2: So it was a very nice moment to see just because of that.
1: And they really haven't had much to celebrate until yeah. then, in a really long yeah. time. yeah. There was-
2: Do you agree? Yeah <laughs>
3: yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it was so great to see them happy. and uh, I don't know. there I thought about it a little, and there is a big plan for them but they think it's a big time to reach Earth. And uh, they have these little tiny happy moments, which I could be the most help for them to reach that goal or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. wait. There was, there was a, a group of Cylons in this episode. <laughs> so I could... I call them the Scooby gang of TV remotes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that means.
0: Like it's the Scooby-Doo gang.
2: Yeah, I know, but why TV remotes?
0: Because that's what I thought of, okay? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on.
2: Colonial Day, a.k.a. The Muppet Show.
0: Oh my god! That needs to be the gift that we use for this. Oh my god! (laughs) Absolutely.
2: I already made a gift, but I can make it again.
1: There's two things about this episode that I will say. I know one. You might. You might not. One. I love that this is a very Laura-centric episode. Yes. That makes me very very happy. But two, my least favorite thing about this episode is that. it has to do with politics, and Baltar is right. Politics are so yes, fucking boring.
2: Yes. <laughs> I have to disagree because <laughs> I like those shows. <laughs> Give me all the politics shows, and I will watch them.
1: Well, no, politics shows are one thing, but when they when she's sitting there in the um, in the great hall, I guess, and talking about the agenda, and Baltar's asleep. Oh, like, oh I my asleep, god! I would have mm-hmm. been asleep I too. I
0: fucking cracked up, dying because he is all of us. <laughs> He's just like yes, exactly podium and just, oh my god.
2: Mm, But the episode itself didn't revolve around this kind of talk. It revolved around the dirt in politics and assassinations. I don't know. For me, it was interesting.
0: It solidified for me the opinion of mine that I just really fucking hate politics. Like, I really,
1: really hate it.
0: And there was a lot of things that reminded me of the politics of a work environment too and a union environment and i was like oh god like the way they ran the meeting and they were like okay we're gonna approve a votes to approve the agenda and he was like no i want to make a motion to amend the agenda i'm like oh my god this is work yeah it's all parliamentary oh, procedure it's so oh fucking boring I-,
2: I disagree but okay
1: <laughs> i there was also one other thing that I thought was funny that it was the um, delegate from Vergon who nominated Zarek to be vice president. And as soon as that happened, I was I I thought back to our little introduction yeah. and how I used to be from <laughs> Vergon and I was like, "Fuck that guy! No wonder I you need
2: to and move to."
0: I I went as soon as he nominated him, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so-
1: but then the best part is if you fast forward to the end when she's reading through the ballots, she's like, Tarron. Votes for guys was like, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's like...
2: Well they don't mention even one Scorpia, so
0: <laughs> No, they not in don't. the entire <laughs> show.
2: <laughs>
0: I, oh, I was so Can mad just... at the Vergon delegate, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I just want to ask who the fuck is Wally? Yeah.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> did I mean from? how did he survive? That's what I want to know. <laughs> what What? what? <laughs> well apparently he's uh, you know a political operative from back on the colonies but how the hell did he survive the genocide
2: and where did he come from all of a sudden
1: all right beats it Get on me
0: <laughs> he is also the most boring character on the the planet <laughs> hey, listen my wally that I know and love is different from the wally that <laughs> <the show. laughs>
2: You know who I thought that were like us when I watched it—the journalists that were talking in the beginning and they were all talking over each other.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's us trying to do the podcast a little bit.
1: (laughs) Although I will say that if you look at the journalists, which one was the one who hated the woman in charge? Oh, it was the middle-aged white man. Hmm.
2: Good characterization. What a
0: coincidence. I think not. Okay. I found it kind of funny that they have a fucking luxury ship. The Cloud 9 <laughs> is the luxury yeah. ship. Like, it makes sense. LOL.
2: <laughs> it makes sense, because in, in, a, in a universe where you have spaceships, then it makes sense that you have a hotel or a luxury, luxury spaceship.
1: I know. Well, it also sets up Tom Zarek's argument. And here's the thing about Zarek is that he's not wrong but he's a huge dick and he's power hungry (laughs) yep so you know i for me it's kind of hard to deal with his character because i don't disagree with what he's saying but i disagree with how he does it and i mean he says at the end oh i didn't kill valance i wonder who did no you don't because you sent ellen to find him and kill him
2: you think ellen killed him
1: No, I think that she found out where he was and reported it back Mm -hmm. so that somebody could get... No, I don't think Ellen was crawling around in in fence. No. Absolutely not. Well, She is silent. (laughs) Yeah, but she doesn't know that yet. And and neither does she. No.
2: We already talked about it in the previous podcast.
0: I believe he was written to be the kind of character where you don't love him, you don't hate him, but his actions make you think and sometimes your thinking is not always what you want to think <laughs> like it's it, it causes he causes conflicts to people like yeah. to, to viewers and he's he's very
1: much set up to be a political foil for Laura but not in a very i guess ideological sense ideological sense politically and i guess probably philosophically they probably think very similarly laura's not a conservative person right and neither is tom he's just you know ultra liberal and kind of bomb happy (laughs) kind of
0: i think (laughs) he did (laughs) blow up
1: (laughs) (laughs) that building if i'm not mistaken okay technically yes he blew up a government building um but yeah it's not like they're set up as like a you know donald trump hillary clinton figure they're they're similar in a lot of ways laura is a lot more practical and tom is a lot more idealistic oh well, they wouldn't and it's very hard to what?
2: go ahead yeah, i just wanted to say that they wouldn't uh make them like trump because most people aren't completely one thing like trump is a complete jacket
1: <laughs> that's true but <laughs> but when you in the, I guess, in the scope of American politics, you've always got the conservative versus the liberal. Yeah. And I think that they're both fairly liberal.
2: I don't know. Just we never really heard. The way
1: that they approach things.
2: His opinions. Did we?
1: Well, I think if you're going to blow up a government building, that probably means you're You're, fairly you're a liberal? Liberal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you say to him? <laughs> But a lot of the things that he talks about, about the common man and, you know, trying to, I guess, win freedom for his comrades on the prison ship, that's that's pretty liberal talk. It's not that's not something a conservative says. Mm,
2: Yeah, but I I don't believe him when he says that. Maybe when he was young and he was a terrorist, then, yeah, he really (laughs) believed
0: (laughs) What's so funny? Or right, even George is laughing right now. Like <laughs> what? I don't know. It's just, it just sounds so funny when you say, "Oh,
1: you know, yeah. when, he, when he was a young, idealistic little terrorist."
2: <laughs> Excuse me, but where I come from it's a regular thing. I
1: know, <laughs> I know. I know. It, it just, it just, it, I can't even explain why it was funny. Just trust me. It's <laughs> okay.
2: I'm glad my harsh reality makes
1: What <laughs> 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 I want
2: to say is that I don't believe him now. Now he's only after power.
1: But you know, there's a uh, with him. I always wonder how much he's willing to admit that he's just after power. At least in the first couple of seasons. You know, I want I think that he still wants to believe that he's being idealistic, even though he knows that he's a dick. I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that comes up a little bit more as we get into the second season. But, yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't know that his motives are purely selfish.
2: Do you think that if he would have become the president, it would been worse than guys
1: no i don't
2: mm.
1: i don't think anybody could have been worse than guys but i think <laughs> because guys is admittedly and completely 100% selfish plus he's never had any sort of um political power so he doesn't understand the weight of that at least tom's eric when he started off as a young idealistic terrorist <laughs> he, he was doing it for political reasons <laughs> you know he really understood the struggle yeah, or at but least I think, he thought he understood the struggle.
2: I think it would have uh, made it a dictatorship.
1: I don't know that it would have for him. I think that's kind of the antithesis of what he believes in, and I think that that's why things went down the way they did later on in the show, because he's so opposed to a dictatorship. However, I don't think that his idealized version of a democracy ever would have flown either, because I don't think he really understands how much work there is involved in governing.
2: I don't think he really was against dictatorship. I think that once, if he would have become a president, once people, um, like, rebelled against him, he would have had him killed or something.
1: Oh, that's probably true, yes. But in his mind, it wouldn't have been a dictatorship.
2: Would have been a dick, that's it.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> also true.
2: It should be a, a name for the patriar- patriarchy. Dictatorship,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just got to add the letter K in there and it's perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about the dance. Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh my god, mm. who must dance before he fucks her up <laughs> <laughs> and not the good kind either. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now, I love when, uh, yeah, I love their whole exchange and the whole. Um,
2: when he starts mm-hmm. dancing in the spot.
1: Well, I'm not there yet, Donna. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. Did you not get off yet?
1: I didn't get off yet. I wasn't even close. Okay. <laughs> I got to have the conversational foreplay before I get there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, start. Uh, wait. Uh, hold on. When she says, in war, you can only get killed once, and in politics, it can happen over and over again, and he says, you're still standing, and so are you, I feel like they have this moment of intellectual and power equality that's really nice. And then when he says, and I can dance, and she looks at him like, the
0: fuck? <laughs> and then he <laughs> does his little sway?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the last thing she ever expected Villa Adama to do. <laughs> And their dance, as adorable as it is, is also just kind of a little bit uncomfortable, because they're both still trying to figure out, like... I thought it was very interesting in this episode that the only interaction that she had with Bill was telling him not to be her goon squad. And then at the end, they're dancing together. So it's a very uneasy truce that they have. But it still is so fucking adorable, I could not stand it.
0: Yeah. Are you (laughs) Um... done? (laughs) So cute. The beginning of a ship. I think okay. the beginning
2: was the first app, the miniseries. Oh, and one last thing that I noticed in the episode, when Laura said, the devil you know, you know who yeah. Yes, man. Yes. Okay. Episode 12 and
0: 13, Cobalt's Last Gleaming, parts one
3: and two. Okay, my favorite thing was, plaything. <laughs>
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <Really? laughs> any scene with Laura, Six, and Gaius yeah, this is whole just scene. amazing
2: I love the way they wrote it so that when he answered, he answered both of them
1: yes, yes. either you either here, either there They're both like, oh. <laughs> and the whole time Billy's just sitting over there on the side yes. going, what is wrong with this <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> and I, but my uh, that plaything is probably my favorite line in that scene. My second favorite. I
2: always say it with them. <laughs>
1: plaything. I, I <laughs> too <laughs> <laughs> But my other favorite is when he's saying, "I don't know how you thought I could understand all this, whatever," and she just looks him and goes, "You are a genius, are you not?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I loved also how she uh, uh, six uh, hit his head in the mirror. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs)
0: Boom!
2: Like when I first watched it, watched it, I I was wondering like if he's imagining her. Did he just do it to himself? (laughs) Yeah, not clear.
3: Did you see? see Yeah, sorry. I just wanted to. Did you see the Fight Club? Yes, the movie. Yeah, I love it. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> is that Tyler didn't <laughs> he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's something that Steph brought up in the last podcast was about Six's clothes and the bright colors. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I've never thought about before we had this podcast. And then when I was watching this episode, when he's um, when he and Kara are banging in the beginning of the episode and she's sitting on that chair after Kara leaves She's wearing the same outfit that she was wearing in the miniseries when she walked in and found him with that woman oh, in his yeah. bed. And it's the first time since the end of the world that she's been dressed in black. And I feel like it is kind of a visual cue that shit's about to go down.
0: Yeah. Yes. I, and I it's a very looked familiar.
1: Yeah, that's what it was.
0: <laughs> and there's a very
1: specific parallel in the way that they're shot of how they show her in profile looking kind of heartbroken while Baltar's banging some other chick.
2: <laughs> Can I just say, ew, Gaius and Kara?
1: Oh my god, yes. seriously, how drunk did she have to be? <laughs> ew.
2: Maybe because you already saw his thing. His plaything. Yeah, but... <laughs> plaything? <laughs> Plaything jokes. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, another you, thing the MRI, did it look familiar to anyone?
0: Uh, <laughs> I'd <triggered> it <laughs> all over again.
2: What were these
1: noises? <laughs> it's very I have some cardiomyopathy right there.
3: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Too well, bad. She's doing <laughs> she was not wearing socks. Oh my god! <laughs> he had to do something original.
2: We <laughs> like- Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> we-, we need to keep track of this because we can make a master gift post of all the parallels. <sighs> yeah. Oh my god!
1: I think Tumblr would. Kick us off if we try to <laughs> overload their servers with all the gifts of James Dove stealing from Battlestar.
0: Listen. You know, that, that would be really nice, actually. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I'm starting another list. There's a lot of yeah. lists we're starting. <laughs>
2: when it's complete, I will make it. <laughs> Do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the beginning of the episode. 12? Twelve, yeah. There was like four different plot lines going on at the same time in the first five minutes. <laughs> it was kind of like it was a lot to process, and I was trying to figure out how they all connected because I know they connected, but it was a lot.
2: I was just happy that something finally happened with Hilo and Sharon in this
1: episode. Yeah,
0: yeah. For fuck's sake. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't think I realized how long that whole Caprica plot went on until, Donna, you said something about how fucking boring it was. <laughs>
2: it's too long.
1: Yeah. But I loved the music that they played in that <laughs> opening scene.
0: Uh...
1: Well, uh, here's one thing that I thought about when I was watching this is that I feel like Colonial Day was the last hurrah of the honeymoon phase of this civilization. Yeah. I mean, I think at the beginning of cobalt's last gleaming, they said that it was Hilo had been on Caprica for 50 days. So it's been roughly 50 days since the end of the world. And up until that point, they'd really kind of pulled together and tried to make do. And then this is where humanity really starts to destroy itself. It's the end of the world. (laughs) Part of the reason that that is happening is because the Cylons, really, other than for the people who have been in the CIC and have known, you know, the Raiders jumping in and out of, I guess, their orbit, everybody else has been just kind of isolated on their ships. And eventually, if you're in a high-stress situation like that, eventually you get used to it and you start reverting back to being human, which means you eventually you're going to start tearing each other apart again
2: yeah and i think the the metaphor for it is uh laura and, and bill
1: yeah and what absolutely next episode.
0: i like what? the parallel what? What? I, like, I like the parallel of lines right after laura and bill spoke about her having to give up the presidency resigning Mm -hmm. And they hang up the phone, and she says, oh, no, he hangs it up, and he says, she's bluffing. And then it goes to her, and she says, he's bluffing. So both thinking the other one's bluffing about the whole situation. I just like that parallel in words.
1: Yeah, and I also liked how people kept telling Laura she was crazy. Yes. Well, because she's yeah. a religious freak. <laughs> but she didn't start out that way, and I don't think that she came at it from a religious standpoint. I think she kinda came at it from an like an evidentiary base standpoint that all these things are pointing her to the fact that she is, you know, become this character in Pythia. She didn't want to be. She had no intention of being the, you know, mythological savior of mankind. But that's the role that she's been cast to play, and so she's gonna see it through. And I loved when she said, people keep saying that. It is crazy, but it doesn't mean it isn't true.
0: Yes. I love that line. I love that line when it was in Harry
2: Potter. I don't like it here because it has to do with religion. (laughs) (laughs) True. You know, also in the first, uh, first, how do you call it? The Old Testament, right? It says that Israel is the country of the Jews. So, you know, according to Laura's logic, it's also completely true. <laughs> we uh, own the country 100%, and that's the problem with religions, that it's not true.
1: <laughs> well, religions are, you know, they're mutable. They change all the time. Which is ridiculous. Well, that's religions are ridiculous. hmm check off another world (laughs) weary (laughs) sigh
0: another list we have to make do you disagree I I don't know what to think about religion to be quite honest with you
2: do you accept Jesus as your savior (laughs) (laughs) I never really understood what it (laughs) means but yeah
0: I don't know I should say yes. I was brought up Catholic and frickin' Easter's tomorrow, so I should say yeah, yes. Yeah, you're
1: going to get struck by lightning for sure for not saying yes.
0: Yes. Yes. I hope divorced. you signed
1: up for that life insurance.
0: <laughs> I didn't yet. <laughs> but anyway. Um...
1: I, you know, that's one of the things that I've always really liked about Laura is that she was not a religious person before all the shit went down. And it's very similar to Gaius not being religious, but they come at it from a very different approach. You know, I don't think Laura ever wanted this mantle being thrust upon her and if she could have given it to somebody else. She, she very well might have. Um, but with Gaius, anytime somebody says, or anytime six says you have to accept God, he does it. And then immediately waits for reward. And what Laura is doing with the arrow of Apollo, it's not about reward for her. She just wants to make sure that the people who survived the Holocaust are going to live because she knows she's going to die either way.
2: Maybe she wants a purpose for the last month
1: of her life. Absolutely. She does. Hmm. But you know, it's not a selfish purpose, right? And everything, I don't
2: think- everything that people, that human beings do is selfish. Because even people who donate, it, they need to feel good about themselves. So maybe it's a very cynical I don't think that way
1: it's... to see life. <laughs> it, yes, Donna, it is a very cynical <laughs> way to see life. Um, And there is definitely some truth in that, but that doesn't mean that the only motive is selfish. No, of with course it, not. With Baltar, usually with him, the only motive is selfish. He's all about how can me, you know, praying to God save my own ass. Whereas Laura is, you know, yes, she wants to find meaning. She wants to believe that there's some reason that she was saved. But that's not the reason why she's doing this.
2: Yeah, I believe that Laura truly cares about the fleet for some reason. I would just tell them all to fuck themselves. (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely no one better than her to lead them.
1: No, agreed. Should... No, absolutely, <laughs> I agree.
0: I mean, just What's that? I agree. Um, Laura Roslin as a president, a person, a woman, a teacher, whatever you want to call her, she just carries herself with such dignity and integrity and poise. Like even the whole situation with the coup and how she stayed with what she truly believed was right and she did it without bloodshed and without you know violence and she just said when they came to get her and Lee was trying to do pull off a mutiny which he was very stupid for trying to do that by himself um and she said everyone put your guns down let's go my hand is raised, and you can't even see it,
1: but my hand is so raised right now. <laughs>
0: I'm glad <laughs> you raised your hand for the, the picture. Yes. 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 yes.
1: Call me, please, please, please. <laughs> I actually thought that that was very or, – or, well, there are two things about this episode that I think set up Laura as, a, a, I guess, a mother figure. First is Billy telling her that she's crazy and that she's going to um, invoke civil unrest and possibly a civil war. And she lets him have her set his say Mm -hmm. and just says, "Okay, that's fine. And then asks him to get care for her. And as he's walking out after he's told her he thinks she's going to bring about the end of their civilization, he says, well, can I get you some more water? (laughs) You know, they have a even though he's telling her she's fucking wrong, he respects her and she respects him. And they just let it kind of go with that. And he still stands by her even though he thinks what she is doing is very wrong. But then when they do board the ship and the Marines and the president's guards are holding guns against each other, Lauren doesn't tell them to back down until Lee pulls a gun. Yeah, And I really wonder if he hadn't tried to stop Ty, if he had tried, if he had just done his duty as uh, you know, a subordinate of Ty, would she have stopped it? I really don't know. Hmm. But you know, that putting Lee into that, it's that's a big risk of for her human capital, somebody that she really, really cares about. And she wouldn't she did not want to see his blood shed. She didn't want to see him put in a compromising position that she knew he probably could not recover from. I mean, I don't think she really cared if she got thrown in jail. But to see him sacrifice himself for that, I don't think that that was something she ever wanted.
2: Yeah, there was a moment, uh, when they talked on the phone, Laura and Bill, and he said, uh, he wanted her to uh, give up her position, and she said, No, so, I calmly, love
1: that. so
2: calmly, like, I why, love How
1: that. do you control yourself like that? I know she didn't even argue, she just said, No,
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> when they died, uh. I don't know who said it. Maybe yeah. because, uh, If she can turn Starbuck against us, she's capable of anything. <laughs> <And No>. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's dangerous as long as yeah, she's present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I still think that the only reason why this whole shit happened is because they didn't have sex.
0: Listen, yeah, like, like I, look I said, at this. they could have banged it out. They honestly, this (laughs) is like foreplay to them. I uh, this is what I'm seeing right now. This is like foreplay to them.
1: Well, (laughs) here's my opinion on this like, oh my god, yeah. And I think that, yeah, I, I honestly, I agree that that is totally foreplay. I think that she had an exit strategy and he had a plan to undercut her. Nobody ever expected Bill to get shot, and that completely ruined their whole sexual power struggle that was gonna end in spectacular prison <laughs> sex. I mean it was gonna be so fucking scorchingly hot and then Sharon comes along and shoots him I'm and sorry, ruins it
0: for everybody.
2: She had an exit strategy and he had an <laughs> <entering>
1: strategy. <laughs> oh my
3: god <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. (laughs) That was funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. I'm just just picturing poor Corporal Venner.
0: (laughs) Stuck in the brig with them while they're going (laughs) turn around. <laughs>
1: should, I, should I open the should I open the cell? Should I close the cell? I don't know what to do. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: and Bill is like close it and don't let us out until we <laughs>
1: Negotiations, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
2: going on
3: in
1: there. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> so, should we talk about the shit that's going on on Goble or Yeah. I wanted to say that when I watched it with my sister, she made me realize
0: something that I didn't realize
2: before. Because uh, when Kara and Six w- uh, got into this long fight, I, I didn't understand why sex was so enjoying it so much. And, and then my sister is jealous woman that she is, told me, ah, she's doing it too, because Kara had sex with Balkar. And I didn't even realize that when I watched but, it. But, she doesn't time. know
1: that. Oh, wait, it, it yeah. is the same sex, isn't it? But still, she wouldn't know that because none of the sixes have died and downloaded.
2: Yeah, but, but the six that is with Gaius is Like, something that we don't understand exactly
1: what she is. An angel or whatever. Yeah.
2: So, I don't know. Maybe she's there also.
1: Even if she doesn't know, she at least, I think, we've seen enough evidence over that storyline that she's jealous of humanity.
2: Well, she's jealous specifically of Kara in this scene. Yeah. When they
0: fight. And you're right. It was a very long fight scene, but what got me was two things. First of all, Kara got the shit beaten out of her. Like, shit. Yeah. She didn't get one pu- good punch in, I don't think.
2: And that was after she uh, ruined her knee.
0: Right. Yeah. And second, the whole falling. And then you just hear when they hit the ground. When they fall through the hole. It was just like, oh, Shit. And-
1: Well, here's my question about that, though, because Six was impaled on a piece of rebar. And Kara landed right fucking on top of her. And that piece of rebar was poking out of her chest. How did that not impale Kara, too? I don't know.
2: (laughs) It's magical. It's a holiday. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know. And uh, the opera house. What the fuck is the opera house? Can someone explain it to me?
1: No, nobody can isn't it the Opera House? <laughs> it is the Opera House, but I'm yeah, going okay. with Oprah House because it's funny. <laughs> now, from now on, every time they go in there and there's some oh. mystical revelation, I'm going to be picturing Oprah going, and you get a car, and you <laughs> get a car, and you get the arrow, <laughs> <laughs> you get the and arrow. you get the earth, and you get
3: humanity. <laughs> That's okay. Make fun of my accent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in Hebrew, hey, you know, say, honestly, the, in the Hebrew opera Hebrew house. And in Spanish, we
2: say opera. Okay,
1: opera. Well, the opera house. Yeah, you know,
2: Hungarian too. <laughs>
1: Hungarian too. Is it it in British, it's most Languages.
2: It's all air get a language and you know <laughs>
1: Seriously, no. They had no idea what they were doing with the Opera House when they wrote it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, we came I, back to it in the fourth season, and we're I knew, the commentary on the DVDs. Of Ronald D. Moore was like, "Yeah, we finally figured out what to do with the Opera House." I was like, "Bitch, you introduced that at the end of the first season, and you didn't know where you were going with it." But no, they had no idea.
2: I tried to think maybe the Opera House was a metaphor
1: or
0: something. <laughs> Can we talk about? anything else sharon uh first of all why is that bitch pregnant that i oh i hate (laughs) that storyline
1: well you i think we've talked about this before like how the hell did she wind up pregnant after two days days.
2: (laughs) (laughs) i don't have a problem with this storyline once they get off caprica because it's so
1: annoying when they're there (laughs) Well, yeah, and at least in this episode, Hilo figures out what the hell's going on.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Because before, I mean, I think he really thought that they were just really lucky that they managed to kept, keep escaping the Cylons. Like, no, dude. <laughs> not even close. You are so not stealthy. <laughs> so it was nice to see something actually happen between the two of them. He's more like sleepy, not stealthy. Exactly. Dopey is what he is. <laughs>
0: Bless his heart. There's a scene where they with um um um, um Boomer and Racetrack. Yes. Uh, they go into the Cylon base ship. Base star. Uh, base star. Whatever. Fuck it. And.
1: Uh, <laughs> Carrie um, the Honda Civic is going to be really pissed at you if you mess up the names of the base ships I
0: don't give a shit you can come <laughs> after me when the world I'm ends gonna se- I'm going to send you my
1: Alexa and you'll you'll change your tune real quick oh god no
0: <laughs> and she goes out and she sees all the copies of herself and I'm like um that's a little weird I don't know what I would have done
1: well here's my question about that why were they naked <laughs> just it, they just came out of the factory or something <laughs> they're hot off the press I <laughs> because <laughs> yes. you know in no other episode in no other scene are they ever naked They are naked when having sex
2: when they are reborn in this
1: tub yeah, and that's the only time so do they all just like hop out of their goo tub and <laughs> run right down to the launch pad or whatever and be like hey Sharon remember us
0: and they're like we love Talk you Sharon we, do. we love yeah. you <laughs> We love That's you, morning. Sharon. Nope. Run the fuck yeah. away. No, thank you.
2: But she's one of them, so I don't know.
1: Also, the whole Sharon trying to kill herself and then sort of blowing a hole in her cheek thing was <laughs> that was weird to me.
0: That. Yeah. Um, and the whole Sharon shooting Bill. Uh okay. Yeah, that was very surprising. The
2: first time I watched it. it was yeah. a, what? What is this?
1: It, yeah that whole I mean the last 20 minutes of this episode are so fucking intense
2: can someone explain to me how he got on this little table or whatever it was no. it, it was higher than him
1: and you can see him jumping up <laughs> on <laughs> it yes he can I, I noticed that Like, and I realize that there's some sort of like physical kickback when a bullet hits you but it doesn't yeah, I no. don't think it lifts you off your feet and onto a no. table <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And the fact that special... it took, I mean, what she shot him and then he like jerked back, and then she takes like four steps around and shoots him again. Like, how I mean, th- this military needs to get on the stick a little faster than that because <laughs> it took them way too long to respond to this. Yeah, yeah. she wanted to
2: finish her job.
1: <laughs> At least somebody here has some follow through, but it was really, really sad when she's, you know, as as he's bleeding out on the table and. Dee's holding his hand and Lee's cradling his head and Sharon looks up and goes, what happened? She has no fucking clue what she just did.
2: Yeah. I kind of feel sorry for her.
1: I feel bad for the eights a lot of the time. Like, the only one of the eights who really has her shit together is Athena. Yeah. What? What? You'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) Athena is the Sharon that's on
0: Caprica with Halo right now.
2: The pregnant chair.
1: Yes.
0: Okay, okay. okay I'll <sighs> figure that out eventually. Yeah.
2: Maybe you need to go to the opera. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't have anything else to say. I just wondered why they changed the themes, uh, the, not song, the theme music.
1: Well, there were uh, there, the one of them is for the US credits and one of them is for the UK credits, but why they're mixed up online, I don't know because when it originally aired, I could swear that it didn't happen that way.
2: What, what, which one is for the American credits? The one that you hear most often,
1: the one is with the, the gibberish,
2: gibberish singing,
1: yes, yes, that's the US credits, and the other one's UK.
2: Okay, so the UK credits is horrifying, it's kind I, I, of. I I want to hang myself every time I listen to it. Oh my
1: god. It's really depressing.
0: Really? And the show
1: is depressing enough. Right?
0: (laughs) So is that it?
2: Anyone else wants to say something?
1: I fucking hate that purple satin blouse.
0: Purple satin blouse?
1: Purple satin blouse. I hate that purple satin blouse because it's ugly. It is so ugly. I hate it. Purple? Eh. Yeah, is it No, No. I, I don't blue. like Satin to begin with, but just something about that. Oh, God, I hate it.
2: Mm. I didn't mm. have a problem with
1: it. There were a couple of shots in this episode where it looked like the top of it was held together by Maybe <laughs> <laughs> To keep her from showing off her cleavage and distracting Ty when he was trying to, you know, Arrest her! Oh yeah, I'm seeing it
2: now.
3: Oh, one more thing. thing. Just, (laughs) but the last time, it's it's totally irrelevant. I just when Starbuck shoots uh, the glass of the arrow of Apollo, there is a guy there in a red T-shirt in the background. Really. (laughs) Really? (laughs)
1: He's a cameraman or something, but I just realized it now. Oh, really? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that.
2: Yeah. Yes. Me too.
1: They didn't see it when they edited it. Like. Well. Oh my god. That's really bad. That's really (laughs) bad. A lot of. You can see a lot of things now because the way that these shows were shot were for a 4-3 aspect ratio TV screen. And now that TVs are widescreen, a lot of this stuff was cut out. Mm-hmm. So if you're watching older shows on Hulu or Netflix or something, you'll see cameramen or you'll see, like, weird gaps and, and, uh, and sets and things that you just couldn't see on the original airing. But that, I mean, that's pretty fucking blatant. There is a dude.
0: <laughs> In a vest and a red shirt. <laughs> uh, okay. Alright, Laura, let's close this podcast off.
1: This podcast was brought to you by Laura and Bill's Peace Talks in the Brig. Naked. Good night.
2: Sleep tight. The not
1: i Don't fuck you in the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, fine. (laughs) Uh, I'll allow it. (laughs) Proceed. Proceed. (laughs) 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 Okay.
0: Uh, Okay. Also,
1: by the way, Steph, every time you do that three, two, one countdown, you have no idea how hard it is for me not to laugh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are you a child? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Obviously. Yes, she is. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta mute yourself.
2: Listen, do you know this gif of, um, let me tell you about my, my fields and then a guy opens like a scroll? Yes. This is how the questions that, all the questions that we want to ask are going to
0: look like. We have like four so far. Three or four, right? I, mean, I think we have
2: more, I don't know.
0: We have to keep a list and pick the best, like the top three. Number it. one, what the hell was up with your hair? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who's going to be the one asking them?
0: I will. I don't care.
2: That's good. I'm not going to do it. I'll probably mess up the words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I> th- um, <laughs> Betty's going to do it. <laughs> We're going to do it. He's going to be our point person.
2: Send <laughs> up and ask the questions, bitch. <laughs>
1: Do it.
0: (laughs) Poor Betty always
2: gets
1: stuck with the shit jobs.
2: (laughs) We'll get all the crowd to sing Do It. Oh
0: my god, that would be amazing. (laughs) No. Uh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just want to (laughs) say...
3: She's <laughs> going straight. She's
2: going straight. She's <laughs> oh, I'm like a southern man.
1: Mm-hmm. Why are you laughing? And I love that for as much as. Betty. Betty's bloodthirsty. <laughs> Betty, why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> Psycho. Yeah, I
3: know. <laughs> Oops. It was you. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> it, was, it was George. George, us down,
1: dude! <laughs> Free speech, George.
2: It was my chubby finger, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was weird to see <coughs> the rift between. <laughs> what, is, what is what is funny? What is funny? He <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> <I> started talking. He
3: <laughs> started talking, and that's what's funny. He <laughs> started talking, and then no, thought that it was a good time to cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> oh. <Is that> <laughs> okay? All right, chuckles, relax over there.
1: Don't make chuckles buy it.
3: <laughs> stop stop <laughing. laughs> <sighs> Okay. Okay. Is... sit in the corner. Oh. Okay. No. Unfortunately.
1: <laughs> this is what happens when you keep Betty up past her bedtime. I know. She's <laughs> delirious.
2: Betty, how do you say do it in hung- Hungarian? She nods. <laughs> huh? Gina.
3: Yeah. Or yeah. or yeah. Or Ted
0: Mag. Ted, Ted Mag,
2: Mag. Ted Mag. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <Ted Mag. laughs> yeah. mm. No, the problem with religion is that What is the noise? Oh my god. Who's
1: oh <laughs> 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 <It's> farting? <laughs> Not me, because that's not me. I swear. George, I don't know
0: what I was saying. Damn it, Betty! <laughs> Sorry. This is not
3: the time. Me. <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> I just heard you say. (laughs) How did you know it was me?
0: Oh, you're
2: the only one with with the vibrator during the podcast. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, it was it was called the Opera House of Delphi, I think, and Delphi, no. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, Delphi was
0: the... <laughs> I swear it was!
1: No, the opera...
3: <laughs>
0: exactly. No. No.
1: <laughs> no, she said it's like the opera house and Delphi, but Delphi is a neighborhood.
0: Where? I swear <laughs> it's called the opera house of Delphi.
1: You really want to argue with me about
0: this? <laughs> no, we don't have enough time. Bless his heart. Oh,
1: he. Yeah. Ah! Plus what? I said, bless his heart.
2: Oh, I thought plus the sword. <laughs> <laughs> plus the sword. <laughs>
1: <sighs> no. No.
2: Yeah. It what kinda seems like, like they only had the female or the male of the velcro, so it didn't hold up very well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good
3: way
1: of putting
2: it. Do you also <laughs> call it female and male or is it just in Hebrew? No.
1: But it <laughs> makes you, perfect sense. It does. Do it them?
0: does.
2: How do you call them the two parts?
0: Velcro. I don't think we strips. <laughs> yeah. They're do gender you have-
2: fluid, Donna. <laughs> God. Oh, God. <laughs> but, but, they, but they're different. How do you differentiate?
0: Like the fuzzy. One yeah, one, the, one. The, one's a cookie the... and one's fuzzy. <laughs> it sounds like
1: Muppets. <laughs> well, that's perfectly appropriate for this podcast.
2: Yes, it is. <laughs> Naked.
1: When you say stock, I think about pee. <laughs> hey look i don't know if they're into that or not but i'm not gonna judge <laughs> they're consenting adults what's between them and corporal Venner is just fine with me <laughs> the innocent bystander
3: <laughs>
0: mm, poor guy